Welcome to Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, with your host, Mr. James Gardino Sr. That's me. I'm going to be talking about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. My main goal, 1% return per week. These are live trading sessions. If you want to join in, just let me know. Now, on with the show. Good morning, everyone. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we not only talk about investing in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow, we actively invest for weekly cash flow using dividend stocks. All that being said, today is Wednesday, May 26th. It's almost 11 o'clock. It's 10.52. I usually do this, you know, early in the morning, but... Hey, it's springtime, and I got spring fever, so I'm always doing something first thing in the morning. All that being said, let's jump in, see where we are, see where we're going, and see what is up. As you notice, for those of you listening, we have QCOM. That's all we have this week. We have 1,730 shares. Why so many? I couldn't beat the, the, um, the return the return on investment. And that's what we're all doing anyway. We want cash flow. Now, my particular um, venture is weekly cash flow because I like to know for certain I have a certain amount of money coming in on a weekly basis. So my goal for this purpose, for this um, enterprise, for this endeavor, this project is to obtain 1% return per week. Not just 1% on a certain portion of my my, uh, portfolio, but the total portfolio in general. Now, some of you may have money tied up in collectibles, tied up in real estate, tied up in bonds, tied up in, in, um, what do you call it? Bullion, you know, gold, silver, platinum, you know, those kind of things. But for my total stock portfolio, my investment portfolio, I want a 1% return per week. So on this example, I use a $100,000 account and I show how to get 1% per week using only the cream of the crop, the top dividend stocks. Those are companies that have consistently increased their payments to their investors for a minimum of 25 years. Yeah, there's a lot of companies out there paying a dividend. Yeah, there are ETFs that pay dividends. There are a lot of ways of collecting money in the stock market. But I want something that is simple, something that is duplicatable, and something that is easy to understand. Now, there's over 7,000 companies trading in the stock market. Okay, You can buy any one of those. Do whatever you want. But specifically here, I only deal with the dividend kings, the dividend aristocrats, the dividend champions, all companies that have increased for more than 25 years. Now, there's only about 225, 230, something like that. And then I also take a look at Warren Buffett's holdings. Don't ask me why, but people seem to think he's the guru of all gurus. He can't do no wrong, blah, 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 whatever. But I look at those only because... He's a very shrewd businessman, and he has more than proven himself worthy. So I take a look at his holdings, and then I use 
only companies that have weekly options. Okay, once in a while, during the third week of the month, I will jump into the monthly options. But I don't like to hold anything for more than seven days. That's my original initial purpose or uh, goal. You know, I want to get in, get my 1%, get out. Why don't I hold on longer? I'll tell you why. I, you see these uh, advertisements saying, hey, if you had bought uh, you know, Amazon at its IPO and held on to it ever since then, you'd have you know, $3 billion, whatever stupid claim they have. Great, fine, dandy. If you have $10,000 that you can dump into any one stock and just let it sit there for 20, 30, 40 years, hey, more power to you. You know, That's not what I'm doing. That's not the purpose here. The purpose here is for cash flow. Because I don't know about you, but my bills come due every month. Okay, the electric bill, the phone bill, the water bill, the taxes. Taxes are once a year, but you know what I'm saying. You know, you want something in life, you got to pay for it. And we're the only species on the whole planet that has to pay to actually live here. And the better life you want to have, the more income you need. Okay, now if it's consistent, predictable, it makes life easier. For me anyway. You know, and I don't need millions of dollars. I could actually live very comfortably on a hundred thousand dollars or less. You know, and it that's what I'm trying to do. Show you how you too, if you feel like it, if you want to, if you have the desire, okay, build your portfolio to a certain point, invest for weekly cash flow using only proven quality dividend stocks. Absolute worst case scenario, you collect the dividends. So make sure you have enough you know, in a savings account or something to carry you through the lean times. Because every once in a while, there will be a lean time. Always is. The nice thing about the stocks that I deal with, even during the lean times, they have increased their dividend payments to their shareholders. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that consistency. All right. All that blah, blah, crap done and out of the way. Let's jump in and see what we're looking at. I happen to have QCOM and only QCOM this week. Okay, I have 1,730 shares. I sold 17 contracts. Okay, for someone to buy it back for more than what I had paid for. So let me quickly go down the list and tell you exactly where I stand with QCOM. Now, give me a second. I can take a quick little sip of my drink here. Alrighty. All right. So we initially got into QCOM February 20th when we did a spread trade that went the wrong way. <laughs> you know, hey, it happens. I don't win them all. I never said I win them all. But I did say I don't lose. <clears throat> and the reason why I say that is absolute worst case scenario if I just held on to QCOM for the whole year or for the rest of my life, I would continue to, to collect the dividends. If the stock goes all the way down to one or five or ten, I'll still collect the dividends. You know, they've increased their dividends consistently. So as long as they continue to increase their dividends, I'm fine. You know, and I can deal with it. That's what I mean by I never lose. I only lose when I take a loss and I do it for a specific reason. All right. That being said, let's see where we are, see where we're going. Okay, so we first bought QCOM back in February. 20th. Now we bought 445 shares at 150. 
Oh, sorry, at 144. And then in uh, March, uh, uh, sorry, in the, the first second week of March, we got an additional five shares, and that was from uh, the dividend. Okay? From there... That's interesting. From there, um, May, we bought another 200 at 132. May 10th, we bought 200 at 132. May 17th, we bought 350 at 128. And it's still getting lower. So on the 22nd of May, we bought another 500 at 126. Okay? Now, I sold 15 contracts. And the 15 contracts gave me a nice fat chunk of change. So nice that, in fact, I went back and I bought uh, another 230 shares at 133. So my average price now is 132.54. All right. So I sold off the 17 contracts and I got enough money from those to give me a 2.3% return for the week. Now that's pretty darn good if you ask me. All right, so that being said, let's jump on out of here and see what is cooking for this week. Now, yesterday, we gave you BDX and LANC. So let's take a look and see what they did, just for the fun of it, you know. BDX. Oh, come on, the delayed data. I must be having a bad connection somewhere because it's very slow. All right, she just opened up. Here we go. All right, BDX opened up a little low today. Now, it was the 8th of June that BDX is going EX, which means the 25th. We would have gotten in on the 25th. It was yesterday. That was BDX and LANC. Now, had you gotten in yesterday at the open, you'd still be waiting because she opened up at 240. And she only hit 244.45, which missed the uh, the 79 cents that we were looking for. So you'd still be sitting and waiting on that. But then again, you get eight more days. So that one didn't work out very well. You know what? CBSH and GPC, we looked at those also on Monday. So I'm going to take a look at those as soon as I do LANC. Because LANC was for yesterday. Uh, a and C. Or was that for today to get in today? I don't know. All right. So LANC was also for yesterday. Had you got in yesterday, it, it opened up at 186.60, hit a high at 187.73. And today, check it out. Today, she had a high of 189.72. So if you jumped in and you did what it's called a. Oh, what is that? Um. A trailing stop. Now, a trailing stop is where you sell a limit order to sell at a certain price. Now, that certain price may be whatever it was. I'll give you an example. All right. This is how it usually works out. Now, before the market opens, you put a, an, a, an, an order to buy at the market. Uh, let's say LANC. You know what? Just for the fun of it, let's go through an, an example right now. But I'll use this for yesterday's numbers so that you'll understand what I'm saying. Okay. LANC. Put that into trade. All right. Now it's the bid 
is 186.70 and the ask is 187.65. That's a big spread. Okay, so when they have spread that large, that's an, a, a 90, 85, a 90, oh, like 85 or 85 cent spread. That's a big spread. All right, anyway. And that's right. We decided that we would not have gotten into LANC because it is a monthly option. And I didn't want to wait the 23 days. But had we wanted to collect a dividend, this is how it would have worked out. Um, market watch real quick. Okay, LANC is a 70 cent dividend. So you need to remember that, a 70 cent dividend. All right. <clears throat> Let's try this one more time. I'm going to right-click on the ask, hit go to buy custom, and come down to a dividend trade. Now, this is what the order looks like. After you figure out how many you want, how many shares you want to buy, let's say we wanted to buy 200. Okay, buy 200. When you right-click and open on dividend trade, now. I have a video floating around on YouTube somewhere. It tells you how to set up your account. So all you have to do is right click on the ask price. A drop down window will pop up. Okay, the drop down window will pop up and it will read something like this buy, sell, buy custom, sell custom, analyze adjust position, adjust cash, blah, 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 a whole bunch of other things. Uh, it also has um, add to watch list, uh, think log notes on LANC, more info on LANC. So you can actually just click on more info and you can get news, you can get um, analyst reports, you get a lot of information. There's a tons and tons of information on Thinkorswim trading platform. But let's just stick to the, to the basics. We right click on the ask and then we click on the buy custom and then another drop down window opens up now you can buy custom with OCO bracket which means one um, cancels other um, buy custom with a stop buy custom with a stop limit alright and then underneath that you have customized trades which you can set up any way you want so I use an, an OCO or a trigger trade, which means I buy at the market at the opening of the day. I take the dividend, which would be 70 cents. Now, when you right click and you hit the customize order, it will automatically populate at 100 shares. Don't ask me why. You go into where the quantity and you change it. So you want to buy for this example, 200, and right underneath, it will say sell 200. L-A-N-C, it's a strike, the link, blah, 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 all that kind of nice, neat, fun stuff. So the, the first order would read like this. Uh, order entry would be a stock buy 200 shares, L-A-N-C, market price to open. That's it. But right underneath it, so it's actually one trade. 
So you'll only be charged for this once, one trade. The second part of it is sell 200 shares, L-A-N-C, triggered. Now you have your choice. You can do percentage, you can do dollar-wise, you can do a whole bunch of interesting things. But the trigger is a dollar value. That's where I put in the, the dividend, which is, in this example, 70 cents. So I'm going to quickly change that so it hits 70 cents. That way I can read it to you when the order is done. Okay, now that would be a limit order. Good to cancel to close. Okay? So you open it one side and you close it the other side. Now I'm going to hit the word to confirm. And it... oh. Okay, I'm going to hit confirm so I can take a look at what it says. This is what the order looks like because you have the pop-up windows. It's, it's called an order confirmation dialog. Okay, you have to reread the order to make sure you understand it before you submit it. Because once you hit that submit button, you're committed. You have to buy it. I mean, that money's coming out of your account, provided that you have it. This is what it sounds like. It is a two-order description. The first order is buy 200 LANC market to open. Simple. The second order is sell 200 LANC at triggered plus 70 cents limit order good till cancel and extended time triggered by order number one to, to open. Okay, so as soon as you hit that submit button, the computer is going to buy the stock at the market price at that moment in time. If you do it before the market opens, you will get it at the market opening of the day. Once that order is submitted, it automatically triggers within a tenth of a second the second order to sell the exact same amount of stocks with a profit margin already put in there. In this example, is the 70 cents. And that order is open until you cancel it. So if the stock has a t has a, as a um, an uptick and it hits your 70 cents, your target exit price, and you're out for the day. The fastest trade I've ever had so far to date was six seconds. I can't even type that fast. Okay, so I put it in. The market opened. I heard the bleep. Six seconds later, I heard the bleep. So it bought it and it sold it within six seconds. I got my profit already in there. It was pretty cool. Anyway, that's how you do that. Let's jump on in and find out where we're going. And I forget where I was going with it. Oh, so anyway, had you done LANC yesterday morning, depending if you had the trailing stop or not, you could have been called out yesterday because it hit the 70 cents yesterday. Because the open it opened oh let's open this up a little bit more so I can see it. All right. She opened yesterday at 186.60 and she hit a high of 187.73. So that's a dollar and thirteen cents from the opening to the high of the day. Dollar thirteen in one day. I'm only looking for 70 cents. So the only way I would have captured that whole dollar and thirteen cents was to have a trailing stop. Now the tighter you have the trailing stop would have figured because the stock goes up it goes down it's all over the place during the day 
You have your high, you have your low, you have your opening, and then you have your close. Okay, it can open. I mean, it can open at the opening of the day. That once you're in the position, and then any time it moves up and down, the trailing stop will move up as the stock moves up. But as soon as the the stock turns down and goes the opposite direction, the trailing stop doesn't go backwards. It only goes up. Okay, so as soon as the stock comes down, down and have a down tick, then you can be called out. Okay, but as long as your down tick on the reversal is far enough apart, give it a little bit of wiggle room. I have no idea what you would feel comfortable with wiggle room because you're only looking for a seventy cent profit. My assumption would be, uh, you know, a thirty percent drop, which would have been what fifty five cents. You know, but if the stock kept going up. It didn't have the, that fifteen cent retracement. As soon as you, as soon as it turns and have that fifteen cent retracement, then you're out. So whatever it was, so it's hard to say what you get in and what you get out at. But I always have mindset because um, I'm not 100 percent comfortable yet with the trailing stops because I have to do a little bit more research on them, and that's one of the main reasons why I do this kind of stuff. Now, I've been trading for, for over 30 years, and I still paper trade. I do. Because I'm always practicing, always learning, and always trying to improve my odds. At this moment in time, I'm perfectly happy with 1% per week. Okay. If I decide to jump in and do the trailing stops, I'll play with it for a little while and see how it works. But I don't want to confuse anyone. So that's one of the reasons why I stick to the simple, the easy. If I get enough call, enough requests for um, more education for people who want to spend more time. Because you got to remember, the, the bottom line is, more time, more effort invested into this, the higher returns you're going to be. Once you find a, a strategy that works for you, stick with it, and you're good to go. All right, so that's LANC. Let's stop wasting time with this kind of stuff. Um, that was the two we looked at, BDX, LANC. Those are looking good. Now, Coca-Cola, Altria, and Tootsie Roll, we're going to look at that tomorrow. Because um, it's just not quite right for today. And let's take a look at Warren Buffett's holdings real quick. Oh, there's nothing for them either. Coca-Cola and Merck is for tomorrow also. So nothing there. Um, I gave the, on Monday, I gave the tip for CBSH and GPC. Now, I personally have GPC in my other account, which, for some strange reason, didn't go the way I wanted it to. But look at CBSH first. Give that a little time to populate in the uh, one-year chart while I take another sip of my drink. And those, those of you wondering, 11.15 in the morning, no, it does not have a... a uh, cute little umbrella or a fruity drink with a little bit of alcohol in it. No, it's just a plain old Mountain Dew. And my connection is extremely slow today, which is okay, because we're not really doing anything of importance at the moment. Yeah. We might just have to call it quits here, because it's not moving. CBSH is not open up. Let's say with GPC, that's not opening up either. Oh, well. All that being said, I am going to call it quits because my connection is really slow. And I'm going to catch you guys tomorrow.
This is James from Dividend Stock Talk and the 10 Minute Trader. We will catch you guys manana. Oh, look at that. And she just opened up a quick. What is GPC looking like? I got GPC on Monday, three down days in a row. Doesn't that figure? Oh, well. I'm not too worried about it because GPC has increased its dividend payments for over 65 years. If I have to hold on to GPC, I got no problem with it whatsoever. You know, they've been increasing their dividend payments longer than I've been alive. That works for me. All right. All that being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk and the 10 Minute Trader. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. Have a great day and happy trading. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.